for me, the real defining moment initially was when I got to the end of the first week and I was like three pounds down. And it was it was a trend three pounds down. It wasn't like I went three pounds down one day, but then I was back to this, my normal weight the next yeah. day, right? I mean, I trended down and I feel good. I mean, I just physically began feeling way better inside. My joints weren't hurting as much anymore. I mean, now I know it was inflammation starting to, you know, potentially get out of my system. I didn't feel as lethargic. I had a lot more energy because the morning protein shakes was driving my energy levels through the roof. So that for me is when I really started going, I think I'm onto something here. All right. Welcome to the next episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. Again, my name is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi. I'm the founder and CEO here at the Fit Father Project and the host of this podcast. This is a special episode because this is going to be the first episode that kicks off this incredible interview series, if you will, of guys like Lee, who I'm going to introduce you to in just a second, who were busy. He's a busy guy. He's in his 50s. He got to a point in his life where he was deeply struggling with his health. After being an incredibly athletic, strong man, he was in the army growing up, but he found himself very heavy, over 300 pounds. And after 50, Lee was able to fight his way back with a plan that we helped him deploy. But there's so much more to that than just the strategies around the nutrition, the exercise. And I want Lee to tell you about his journey, because I think so many of us are going to learn not just what it takes to lose over 100 pounds and get huge biceps at 50, but what it takes to accomplish a goal at any point, particularly the back half of your life, right? Where there's a lot of forces that are maybe conspiring against you. Your life is busy. You have every excuse possible, and it's harder to move your body when you don't feel as good. Lee overcame that. We're going to learn from Lee today. So I'm going to stop talking. And Lee, I'd love you to introduce yourself, name, age, where you're from, and we'll go from there. Sure. Thank you, Dr. Balducci. So Lee Spock, um, originally from North Carolina, 51 years old, currently reside in the greater Boston area because of my career. So Lee, take us back to what we're going to call the low point of your health. When was it? When was that point and what was going on in your life and what led you there? So like all things, it didn't happen overnight. So it was a period of time that crept up on me. And 2017, 18, I avoided going to my annual physical because I knew I had packed on the pounds. I was busy traveling globally for work, busy with family obligations and wasn't eating right, wasn't sleeping right, wasn't focusing on myself at all at the time. And so it was easier just to not go to the physical, knowing in the back of your head what the doctor's going to say, right? So I just avoided it all at all costs. Oh, I was on another trip or something like that. So the real culmination of it occurred in December 8th of 2019, when at 49 years old, I went to have a physical and I knew I was obese and I hadn't been sleeping well for the last several years, eating Tums like Pez dispenser candy up at night with sleep apnea, lethargic all day, every day, regardless of what I would eat or drink at the time. So I mustered myself uh, enough energy to go to the physical and, you know, sitting in the doctor's office, they, you know, they do the blood pressure, they do the cholesterol. They do the triglycerides and the sugars. And I, I sat there cringing because <laughs> the doctor looked at me and said, you know what? You're borderline needing 
high cholesterol medicine, hypertension medicine. You're not quite there yet, but you're on this trend. And I don't know if this trend is going to be six months or two years that you're going to find yourself in a very bad spot with heart conditions and other, you know, potentially diabetes and other ailments. I knew in the back of my head coming into it, so I'd already been preparing myself for it. So I looked at the doctor and I said, well, what, you know, what, I need to lose weight, right? And she goes, oh, yeah, you, you lose weight and that'll probably take care of a lot of it. And I said, okay, I'll do that. And she went, yeah, let's schedule your follow-up appointment for February and we'll see what you've done. That was it. So I, I left I came home and I told my wife, I said, all right. I said, I've been thinking about this for the last six months heavily because of the way I feel and just I'm getting ready to turn 50 and I'm just miserable. And I can't imagine, God willing, if I live long enough to be 70, what I'm going to feel like then if I feel this bad at 50. So I said, all right, I got to find something and, and, and make a change. And it was the point when I just accepted the mindset of you've got to change. So this tipping point, you got to this moment where you finally decided that you've got to change. Like it was enough. What happens from there? Where do you turn? There's so much out there that you could have done, Lee. Like you could have looked up a million places. I did. Tell me. <laughs> you know, as you said, I, growing up, I was athletic. I, I never had to really worry about what I ate. I always out-exercised the nutrition, so to speak. As I got older, that obviously wasn't happening anymore. So, you know, I've had friends and family been on diets, right? I mean, the keto, the paleo, the Atkins diet that was real popular several years ago, other, you know, low fat diets and things like that over the years. And I watched them always yo-yo in the weight. So I never bothered because I was like, yeah, I know what happens on those. You lose a ton of weight and then it comes back. But I never took time to educate and learn basic foundations of nutrition to change that. So coming into this, I was like, all right, I got to find something a little bit different because I don't want to just go on a diet because, okay, so what if I lose some weight, big deal. I'll probably gain it back and maybe even more. Mm -hmm. So I went on the internet, started searching and just Googling anything and everything. Specifically though, I started targeting words like, you know, men over 50, metabolism. And I don't really knew what drew me to that necessarily as far as the metabolism pieces. Mm -hmm. But I was looking around and then I found a video that you had posted. It was, I don't know, a minute and a half long. I was like, all right. I, what really attracted it to me was the Fit Father Project logo that, because it has that military look to it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And at first I thought it was actually Wounder Warrior Project type yeah. kind of look. So I was like, well, this is interesting. I'll click on this and see, you know, see what it is. So I clicked on it and you came on and introduced yourself and you walked through just a quick scenario that basically said, three things that stuck with me. And that was, there's no magic pill. I knew that. So I'm like, all right. The second one was, it does take work. I'm like, yes, I definitely acknowledge that. And the third one is, you're not going to out-exercise bad nutrition. And I'm like, yes, I inherently inside, I knew these, but no one had ever actually said, I've got a program that addresses these three main areas. Mm -hmm. Most of the gimmicks in the world are a quick fix around one of those three or maybe yeah. two, right? Truly, yeah. So I was like, all right, let me dig a little bit further into this. So then I went to the website and started reading the front material, watching some more of your videos, saw where, you know, hey, here, join uh, money back guarantee. I was like, well, okay, you can't go wrong with the money back guarantee. The entry price, I mean, realistically, compared to all things in life, the, the, the price of the program is 
minuscule. You spend more than that on a good night of binge drinking in college. (laughs) We like to keep it that way, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I looked at it from that perspective and said, okay, well, look, I don't know much about this program. I like what I've seen Dr. Baljuci say, so I'll give it a shot. And then I jumped in. And again, I already had the mindset going. Now I was putting the tangible to the intangible. And once I got into the program, I found out and discovered very quickly early on just absorb and read it all. Watch all the videos, write notes. I mean, you, you say in the videos, take some notes, write some things down. And I started doing that. And that's how I started piecing it all together. Now for guys who aren't familiar with our Fit Father program, but are familiar with the idea that you found some kind of system to with your nutrition, with your exercise that you were going to try and you had some trust that we might be the guys to help you achieve something that was really meaningful at this point in your life. What kind of changes did you make in your first few weeks to what you were actually eating, how you were moving your body? Like, what was the beginning phase of the plan for you? So for me, I went through all the setup steps and as as you prescribed them in the site, I read all the PDFs and in there you were highlighting things like, you know, start meal prepping so you make better decisions. Certain meal plans that you have spelled out. I was like, all right, I'm going to follow this to the T. And I did. I followed every bit of it. So I I started ordering specific protein. I started ordering a scale so I could actually see what does eight ounces of chicken really look like, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. What is, you know, half a cup of brown rice look like as opposed Mm -hmm. to mountains of piles that we get used to consuming in our culture. So that was for me, the first stages was just the setup, getting the, the bits and pieces of the meal plan the ingredients for the meal plans, the supplements as far as for the, you know, protein on the exercise piece, obviously the first entry and, you know, guys that are are new to the program will learn to love to hate it. And that's the apex 10. (laughs) Um, That's the workout we use in the first phase of our fit father program. Yeah, exactly. The real metabolic boosting workout. Mm -hmm. So for me, that was a shift fundamentally in exercise, right? Mm -hmm. Because I historically had grown up that you do cardio, which is running or cycling or, and, and high volumes of that mm-hmm. to the point of body fatigue, pretty much. And the second one was always your know, strength building, right? Yeah. So it's chest day, back day, legs day. And you're in the gym three hours at a pop six days a week because that's what we did in the army. That's the way I was trained. So I'd gotten away from that, obviously, in life, which is why I'd packed on right. the pounds and poor nutrition and everything else. But switching that mindset to say, really, there's an exercise I can do in 30 minutes, 45 minutes at most. That's a full body workout. And at first I didn't believe it. I'm like, oh, this apex 10 thing. Really? Come on. I go up to 10 and back down. <laughs> so highly underestimated <laughs> that. So that was a big shift for me was the full, the full body workout. So yeah, I mean, I started doing those. Even to this day, I can go and do the apex 10 and I, I don't think I've ever done one that's I would consider perfect. I mean, there's always, because yeah. they're up the weight. So now yeah. the form goes out or I don't have enough weight. And so the form's good. But then at the end, you know, maybe I'm not as challenged as I could have been. It took a while to balance all of that. There was a saying that you use in one of your videos, which is there's no shame in the game. Mm-hmm. And that one resonated with me as well, too, because I had to break my own ego. Because, mm-hmm. of course, I wanted to be 21 years old again and do it like I did it then. And I yeah. realized very quickly that at 50, you don't have to be perfect. Okay, so I did push-ups for my knees. So what? I did a lot of push-ups for my knees the first six months in this program. I did a lot of renegade rows, you know, taking breaks in between. If you get, I couldn't do 10 with each arm consecutively, right? I was just 
out of shape and and more importantly my body just wasn't used to that kind of movement because it'd been 15 years since i'd done any of it so that was a big shift for me was the adoption of a whole different mindset for how to exercise as you get older. And now I look back, I'm like, oh, I wish I had this when I was 40, <laughs> not <Right>? 50. <laughs> yeah, so well said. I want to pause you there for a second, Lee, because yeah. I think you said a couple really important things that I just want to emphasize. The first one, when I asked you the question, what did you start doing? How did your plan start? You want to lose some weight. You're 50. And at the time, the first thing you said is you started following a structured nutrition plan. So you answered a series of questions in your life. The question is, what kind of healthy foods do I love? What are my go-to protein foods? When am I eating my meals? Do I have some kind of structure to that? So this is the kind of structure and systems we talk about on this podcast is you got to get those in place. Now, we gave Lee, the after he purchased our program, we gave him the Fit Father meal plan. So he had everything to follow to a T. But regardless if you're following that or something else, you need to get these initial structure things in place so that the habit has the skeleton to start to build. Number two, Lee, you talked about exercise. You basically said that the way you used to train when you were in the army in your 20s and 30s, basically bodybuilding, high frequency, slamming in the gym with the iron. And then naturally that stopped because of life, of family, of changes. So the six days a week turned into to three, to two, to zero, and then you stopped moving your body. Yep. And so then all that you thought you knew is this old style of exercise. And then you just knew there was cardio over here. But what we introduced you to is this idea that you can do these we call them metabolic resistance training workouts, MRT workouts. It's like a combination of the strength training movements that you need to be strong as, with the, as you age, the squats, the rows, the, the bench press, the shoulder press, the swings, mm -hmm. foundational movements. Like we need to be able to move our body strongly in space as we age. We taught you to do those in a circuit fashion that not only challenges you, get your metabolism roaring, your energy roaring, but mentally it still challenges you and invigorates you to today. And, and Leah, I know you are at your core a fighting man. You have a fighting spirit and it's it's been amazing for me to also watch you through this program, ignite that in, in, in the competition with yourself. And I think that's how you've done that consistently to lose over a hundred pounds. So I'll let you comment on that, but I also want you to talk about now, what's your initial success like? Or what were some of the initial, the launching? I think a lot of guys get stuck in this initial launch period, right? Those first 30 days where the gravity's pulling you back down. So let's talk to all that now. Yeah, so good points. And I agree wholeheartedly with you, right? The structure is key and accountability is key, right? And you nailed it. And it's not just accountability to myself, but also through the Fit Father program, being introduced to the brotherhood, right? As we call it internally. The mechanism where, you know, there are other men out there on the same journey, experiencing the same challenges, the same opportunities, the same losses and the same wins, right? As you go through on a daily basis through this. And that was a big motivator for me early on. And still two years later is still a huge motivator for me because now you've got this whole brotherhood of people that have progressed through or are progressing through and you keep challenging each other, the iron sharpens iron concept. And then more importantly, reaching back and grabbing the new ones that are coming in and bringing them up to the front. It's yes, the whole, sir. how do you keep the momentum going? The The strongest grabs the person at the back and pulls them to the front. Then the, the person that falls to the back, you pull them to the front. It's just the old adage of constant moving forward. So yeah, so that for me was a big one. The other, so some of the some of the things that you also wanted to talk about for me, the other big part was writing the goals down, hmm. right? As part of the as part of the mission statement, hmm. right? In the program, and I, I find that one very ironic when I think back about it because early on, 
that was a tough process for me because you got to really do some deep reflection and self-evaluation. And that's hard. And it, it dawned on me when I, when I finally got it done, I felt great about, hey, I've got this now structure in place. I got a program in place. I've got my goals in place. Why haven't I ever done this in my life before for me? Yeah. I've done it for work. <laughs> I've done it for, you know, all in school, all these other things in my life that you want to accomplish and achieve. You write goals down. How come I never wrote any like health and nutrition goals down? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That one's still today. I kind of chuckle about because yeah. it, w- it was a real awakening moment for me. So back to the process of going and, and what it was like, what the first 30 days was like. So the first day or two, you're just in euphoria because you found this new program and you're gung-ho and you're ready to get after it. And it takes discipline after the first euphoria wears off mm-hmm. and you get into what I call the grind. And mm-hmm. the grind for me actually really was probably day three or four because now I've changed up my nutrition. My body's reacting in a different way. I've got you know the business colleagues on that are saying, hey, look, we're having a business dinner. Let's have a few drinks before and let's enjoy a bottle of wine with dinner and we're going to have a big pasta dinner, you know, and things like this. And so for me, that was a, the challenge I had to really focus on to say, no, I wrote a statement down over here of something I'm going to accomplish and I'm not going to let this pull me back in. That was a hard one, but- You were tested early. And very early. This, and this time you chose to not give in to the temptation because that was a choice. You could have said, F it, Easily. get off the plan and ate the pasta dinner but this time different. So I think there's something to take note there of you will be tested, especially in those early days when you're relying more on this rocket fuel of the willpower. You're relying, your systems haven't been fully established yet. So you have to exert more will and enthusiasm to start to build that momentum. So Lee, when was it that you feel like, okay, this thing's moving, like something's working because the initial phase, you don't know, right? You're running off hope, but like, I hope this in one week, I hope I've lost some weight. But when was it that you're like, okay, Maybe there's something here. Let's double down. Yeah. So realistically, when I got to the end of the first week, so I took the habit of, I never, like I said, I didn't weigh myself for years because I didn't want to know. Once I got into the program, you know, you talk about weight. So I, I purchased a scale, digital scale, started weighing myself right now. I know there's pros and cons to weighing yourself every day, and we can talk about those, and I know you address them a lot. I personally weigh myself every day, but I've also learned to know that my body weight goes up and down. I can actually feel and see the trends. I can guess my body weight on a day-to-day basis now, pretty much. Oh, I'm going to be up three pounds because of what I ate yesterday. I'm going to be down four because of what I didn't eat or whatever, right? For me, the real defining moment initially was when I got to the end of the first week, and I was like three pounds down. And it it was a trend three pounds down. It wasn't like I went three pounds down one day, but then I was back to this, my normal weight the next yeah. day. Right. I mean, I trended down mm-hmm. and was like, wow, there's, I'm three to four, you know, four pounds down in the first week. I'm like, and I feel good. I mean, I just physically began feeling way better inside. My joints weren't hurting as much anymore, which I mean, now I know it was inflammation starting mm-hmm. to, you know, potentially get out of my, my system. I didn't feel as lethargic. I had a lot more energy because I, you know, the, morning protein shakes with the, the high spinach and, you know, protein was driving my energy levels through the roof. So that for me is when I really started going, I think I'm onto something here. And how much did you exercise in that first week to, to achieve that change at day seven? Did you um, exercise at all? Did yeah, you get no, a workout? I I absolutely. No, I, I started the, the apex 10 and the hits and the big five. Nice. I think I probably that first week though, probably only did two maybe. But guys, listen to that though. That's important to note because your week one plan is 
that nutrition is what drove those four pounds of early weight loss and helped you feel so much better. I mean, the exercise at that point, you're building the momentum, you're getting circulation moving, you're getting your body out of stasis and back into motion. So you exercise twice, which is key because you got to start that. But hey, you're sore when you start exercising, you haven't been moving for a while, right? So two times a week might be like all you can handle. But then you'll be surprised as your recovery capacity goes up, then maybe you do three days a week. And then, so right. Lee, we, you start losing weight, but you ultimately lost over 110 pounds. So in a pretty quick snapshot, what happens over the next, how do you turn four pounds, which a lot of people have lost four pounds, Lee, how do you turn that into 110? Just kept the mindset, nailing the nutrition first, following the exercise second. I mean, for me, it was the, the mm-hmm. big thing that I took from the program with the accountability. So I just stayed in the grind and just mentally stayed on top of it every day, getting up going, you know, you got to nail this. And I, I actually had a, I created my own hashtag. And my hashtag was hashtag less than 250 X 50. So I wanted to be less than 250 pounds by the time I turned 50. So I was giving myself a year to lose mm-hmm. 50 pounds, right? Yeah. My original mission statement was to lose 15 in 30 days, right? I hit, I think, like 20 in the first 30 days. So, again, now I'm hitting just big wins, right? So, for me, I just continued the the winning approach of, all right, I'm getting some victories here. Let's keep it going. So, once I got into it, the non-scale victories then, of, of course, started coming as well, right, as we call them, which was, my clothes were literally falling off of me. I was buying new clothes. It was horrible. I mean, you literally buy new clothes every two months, which yeah, is a great good, problem to have, right? Good problems, yeah. It's a great problem. I mean, great problems to have. Yeah, you, you just got to remember, you know, you're going to be tested mentally. You're going to definitely be tested in the environment, your ecosystem around you on a daily basis. None of it has to be exactly perfect, but the key to focus on, especially early on, is that nutrition. And people used to, it would stop me at work and stuff and go, oh, you know, you must be doing a lot of exercise to, to lose weight. And I'm like, no, it's actually the opposite. And like, what do you mean? I'm like, at 300 pounds, I wasn't doing any exercise. Right. I was barely climbing a flight of stairs yeah. without dying, literally. Yeah. So I lost a ton of weight no pun intended, literally to then start exercising. I didn't really start exercising until probably month two and a half. I mean, as far as where I was, where I, what I would consider yeah. really physically hardcore exercise. And I mean, yeah, a, a hit for me early on for the first month and a half was a treadmill. Cause you know, I did this in the winter time. So in new England, it's very cold <laughs> and I wasn't motivated yet enough to run outside or exercise outside in the cold. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, literally it was a treadmill, you know, one minute at a four, uh-huh. yeah, a 4.5. And that was perfect at the time. At that was what the, the body needed at the time. So yep. you mentioned that before is at a certain point, I think the ego does hang a lot of guys up. There's no shame in this Agreed. game. You have to set that aside and start with exactly where you're at. Yep. And I think that's one of the cool things about just like you said, our community, our brotherhood is we understand this and everyone lives and preaches this. Lee, next phase as you're seeing these results, what's it like with your family and your friends? I know your wife, Amy, is also going through an incredible journey, but what I think a lot of guys, and we try to drive this message home on the podcast, that your health is not just about how your body looks and feels. Like Certainly, that's it's, it's a, probably the primary thing that begins to move, but when you make a transformation, all the areas of your life that start to open up and bloom and blossom in new, amazing ways, your other core values, those things just get elevated 
dramatically. So I, I want to hear about that because I think when you reflect on your fit follow transformation, it's far more than just the fact that you have abs and biceps, right? I mean, tell me, tell me about some of the other things that started to change positively in your life. Yeah. I mean, one, obviously people start looking at you a little bit different early on as it started becoming physically noticeable that I was losing weight. You know, then people start asking, oh, what diet are you on? You know, these kind of things. So there was, there was obviously then the excitement you get from people noticing that you're making a change, right? So yeah. that boost that does then start boosting your ego, which then gives you a little bit more of a drive yeah. to, to exercise when you don't feel like it maybe, right? Or something. Mm -hmm. So there were definitely aspects of that. The other piece is, is, you know, because I started coming into balance, I mean, I'd always been in balance, you know, with my home life, with work, my spirituality, but because I was coming in balance even more harmoniously with my own body, mm. I just even started feeling it more of a peace, just internally, just a peace. Like, you know what? It's all going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I noticed like a lot of things that would bother me in the past just kind of started melting away just in my own mm. physically, the way I would look at the world and definitely, you know, standing in front of a mirror and looking at yourself is easier when you feel better about yourself. Right. So for me, I really started emotionally started going through that process of, Hey, you know what? I, I feel, I just overall feel much better about myself and about where I'm at in my life and about what I'm able to do and accomplish. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's addictive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it actually is addictive. And, you know, I, I learned along the way that you know, I was also incorporating some, some other books and some other things to help progress this along. Right. And one of the things that that I, I started using as well in all this is start thinking about who you are at the end, with the end game in mind, right? Mm -hmm. Not where you are today. And then start mimicking habits of what people do that you want to emulate in that state. So for example, I'm a runner. Well, mm -hmm. at 300 pounds, I wasn't a runner, mm -hmm. but I started in my head saying, I'm a runner. Mm -hmm. I can run. And what do people who run do? What do people who run look like? What do people who run feel like? How do they look in the world, so so to speak, right? And so I started just paying attention to some of those things as well, which then I think helped, helped me continue to, to stay motivated and, and stay on track with the transformation. Yeah, so you consciously reconstructed your mindset through many different angles. Initially, it's writing down this mission statement of what you want to start, why this stuff matters to you, and then putting that mission statement to the stress test out in the real world by making decisions congruent with that. And number two, you also use vision, imagination, the, the ability to see into the future of what's possible, which is one of the most amazing characteristics our human minds have is we can mm -hmm. see the future. So you saw futurely and, and in your heart, futurely ran, futurely was a runner. And so now you start to think differently through that lens. You're modeling different behaviors. Mm -hmm. Now at night, when there is the cookies or something like that that in the past you might have turned to, what would a runner do? What, what does Lee as a Bingo. runner do? And sure as heck, he's not taking those cookies. He's getting to bed so he can get the, the shoes on early in the morning to get out the door to have a killer run before everyone else gets up in the damn morning. Yep. So those are the kind of things that start to change your scripts. And what happens, Lee, tell me, as you start that, your mind is getting trained What's your mind like now? What is your mind like today as a man who's achieved a transformation now feels like has systems, the right kind of mindset challenges? I want to know from today and into the future, what's in store for Lee and, and what's it like in your mindset today? Yeah, just keep setting the goals and knocking them down, <laughs> right? I mean, it's, for me, it's that simple. It, it's funny because I, I often 
view myself in the second half of my life as a youngster again. Because I remember what Little Lee used to be like, right? I know what I was like from age, you know, 10 years old to 20. So now I'm sitting at 50 going, you know what? I want to be like I was from 10 to 20 again, <laughs> right? I want to I relive that. And so for me, that's where I keep my mind looking out towards is, you know, at 50, I'm 51 now, but at 55, at 60, at 70, there's nothing that says I can't act and look like I do today or even maybe better in some areas. So for me, it's about now this constant, now that I've got the foundation and I've got the, to your point, the lifestyle change, right? Because it, it really has to be a lifestyle change because if it's just a diet, if you will, you're just going to repeat the cycle. You've really got to change fundamentally the way you approach the world with yourself. And you've got to have the right systems, the accountability, the mechanisms in place to be able to do that, which is what the Fit Father Project provides without a doubt in my mind. And there's thousands of guys that attest to that as well. And fortunately, I've had an opportunity to meet many of them through the brotherhood and also just in person through the last two years. So from that, you know, I know going forward that I have that foundation. I have that system. I have this brotherhood behind me that's continuing on the same journey that we challenge each other and we drive one another. And for me, that's enough to keep me sustained to keep wanting to get better and to keep motivating myself down the road. I had injuries along the way. I've had ruptured disc in my back. I've had reconstructive surgery on my ankle. All were excuses in the past of why I couldn't do something because you get into this mindset of, oh, well, this just must be the way it is. I've gotten older and I've gotten hurt and my metabolism slowed down and blah, 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 all the noise. And once you clear all that and you can see clearly that the sun's shining and there's a whole world out there, it's like, wow, this is limitless, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so for me, I'm like, I'm like a kid in a candy store, <laughs> seriously. You're a, you're a spring chicken, my friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, new lease on life. And let's, let's keep this in context too. You may have invested a year of hard choices mm. to, to regain maybe another 50, you know? I, I mean, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, phew. And if it's not 50, at least they're going to be enjoyable doing everything I want to do without limitation while I'm here, right? I mean, it might be five, it might be whatever, but, you know, at least at this point, I'll, I'll know, yeah, you know, it wasn't because I limited myself or allowed something else to limit me. Spot so. on, Lee. Final thing I want to end on, and I mean, you hit it on the head, but I'd love to put it on one more time for guys. For a guy who needs to start. Maybe he just went to that doctor's visit and got similar news to you, or maybe this has just been bugging him for the last five years. They know he needs to get this stuff done. What is the number one piece of advice or the one thing you would tell this guy right now to do that's going to help him start to move forward and actually see results? Number one, join Fit Father Project. Number two, absorb the material. Absorb the base material that starts the process of educating yourself on the nutritional aspects that will can sustain you moving forward. Because the, the foundation I learned in the first FF30X are the same foundations I live on today, right? I mean, everything culminates on top of or cascades on top of each other, but it all starts with that premise of balanced plate. I mean, I don't deny myself of anything if I want a glass of wine, I have a glass of wine. If I want to have a, a cookie, I have a cookie, but I know how to do it and when to do it, right? So that I can still live life and, you know, not gain weight. I mean, I've sustained now for over a year and a half my weight. So it's really that fundamental piece of absorb the material, 
learn the material. Don't just scan over it and say, oh, okay, I'll, I'll pick it up next time. Really hone in on everything that the Fit Father Project is providing as a starting point for the accountability, for the meal plans, for the exercise. Again, the exercise is a small part of it, right? You have a diagram that you use that I, I remember very well, and it shows, you know, the, the nutrition, it shows the sleep, it shows then the, the activity, and then up at the very tippy top of the pyramid, just the little slivers, the actual formal exercising. And I mean, one of the big things I also remember is there was a case study that you do where, you know, a, a gentleman, a brother lost, I don't know, like 30, 40, 50 pounds. And all he did was walk 30 minutes a day. Yeah. Right? And when I saw that, I'm like, yeah, it's about the nutrition. Nail the nutrition. (laughs) That's the one advice I I give to everybody. Nail the nutrition. The rest will follow. Lee, so much knowledge here. And I know that I'm honored to call you a brother as a part of this program and a dear friend. Likewise. Because the truth is you put in the work and that's the truth. And And I hope this conversation inspires other guys to know that there is a system they can follow. And you'll be joining guys like Lee. And I mean, this guy's a tour de force here. So thank you for being here, Lee. I appreciate you sharing everything. God bless you and your family. And we didn't even mention, but Lee's wife, Amy, throughout this has also just completely transformed. You don't believe Amy's transformation. We'll do a a separate episode with her because she needs to share her incredible story. But point being, this is possible at any age. Lee's living proof. Thanks for being here, Lee. It is. And also even with injuries and limitations, it can still be done. So don't let your mind hold you up. It will quit first before your body does. And likewise, uh, Dr. A, thanks for everything. And uh, thanks for the program. Thanks to your team. God bless you and your family as well. Thanks, Lee. All right, everyone. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, Visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything is made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash fitfatherproject to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.